yes, I was pained about the whole capitulation and it's nothing that I haven't experienced before because I can remember the one where um, Bisuma was laughing at Montreal. I can remember how I felt that day. That's <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. You know, bring but it's back, football. Bro. That's the thing. It's football. Sometimes it will hurt you and you cannot run away from that. You Welcome to the Footy Stands podcast. Yeah, the thing with Arteta, yeah. Yes, it was a huge gamble, but Arsenal actually backed them. And something I will applaud Arsenal for is that, you know, they didn't, like, blow it up when things weren't going right. We saw how my United panicked and sacked Oli and brought in Ragnick, who didn't even do anything. We saw what um, Chelsea, even though Chelsea are successful with it, maybe because they have more money. But you know, they sack managers like like is out of fashion, you understand? And now that they don't have that kind of money anymore, they might need to be a bit more wiser with the way they do things. But Arsenal stuck to their guns, they signed the players he wanted, they let him rebuild, and you guys have actually spent money. So um let's talk about like the players at Arsenal right now. We're coming into the present right now. And something exciting about Arsenal is how many young players you guys have. I don't know if this is like the youngest Arsenal team in recent memory, but you know, if you look at the front line, Martinelli, Saka, Smith Rowe, Odegaard, Gabriel Jesus coming in now, and Vera. It's exciting because if you have a young manager and these young uh, core of players, just building chemistry alone will make them like uh, a force to be reckoned with in a few years. So Tell me how you guys feel about that because it's pretty exciting for an Arsenal fan. In my personal opinion, even though they had similar statistics um, where you um, calculated per 90, Foden and Saka, I believe Saka should have won the Young Player of the Year because he was a starter in an Arsenal team and he you know, really carried them for majority of the season, you understand? It wasn't just in, like a powerhouse already, you understand? So, um, yeah, so... What, what do you guys think about your young core? Um, I think that's actually the most exciting part of all this. The whole rebuild has been very strenuous. I mean, it's been very, what would I say, painstaking. Yeah, very, very painstaking experience. But the best part about it is that you know that these are, like, we almost got top four. We missed top four by just crumbling in the last few games. We were that close with a team of young lads that barely have any experience. You understand? Like, that was the youngest team in the entire league last season. Like, on average, Arsenal had the youngest squad in the league. And that team made a serious claim for a UCL spot. I feel, and I think that a lot of other people agree, that if we had signed some players in January, we would definitely be playing in a Champions League spot right now. But... Things didn't really happen in January, and the team was we were losing players left, right, and center to um to injury. But the point, the point I'm trying to make is this: um, if a young team could do such a good job, if a young team could have done such a good job and like almost made a Champions League spot, huge improvement from the year before, 
I mean, if they can do that now with a few additions of quality here and there, they're still going to take it up a notch. So it's almost like getting a new signing. So imagine if Saka takes a huge step forward this season and adds a little more to his game. I mean, imagine adding some more to Saka's game. You're definitely going to have a serious ball on your hands. You know, Martinelli working on his final ball. Different things just clicking for the young guys. I mean, they're young, you're, they're young and they're this group. So you're just excited that in a couple of years, in the next two years, in the next three years, they're going to be experiencing exponential development, you know. So I'm expecting Saka to be a world beater in like two years, a complete world beater in like two years. So, you know, there's a lot of excitement around how good we have Saliba, we have Martinelli, we just got the kid from Brazil. You know, there's a lot to be happy. There's Smith Rowe, you know, the, the list goes on and on. I'm just really excited for them. And I'm really happy that a lot of them, especially Eddie, Eddie Nketiah, made it out of Hill End and they're staking their claim for a first team spot. It's all very beautiful to me. That's what excites me the most. Yeah, that, that, that's really true. Um, what about you, uh, Ibeka? Um, yet again, I agree with Jojo. Like the players that he mentioned, uh, Saka, Nketiah, like, I agree with, I want to say uh, thank you for pointing out that Spodin should not have won. Yeah, um, like, uh, let's leave the Nketiah one first. I'm telling you, like, I'm thanking you for, like, pointing out that, you know, Spodin should not have won best young player last season because oh, Saka was... Robbery. That Saka, was Saka was on, Saka was on some, was some mad stuff last season, bro. I mean, he got that towards the end, obviously, but there's only so much a 19-slash-20-year-old can do for Arsenal. So, you know... um. The addition of Gabriel Jesus is like fantastic to me because that, that just like I, I'm so happy, bro. You didn't even understand how many years of having Lacazette up front, bro. Replace that guy and Aubameyang with Jesus and Inketia. I'm so happy because his addition is probably going to like make Inketia like a lot hungrier and stuff. And it's like they're going to be competing against each other and like it's going mm-hmm. to make that front line like so um I, I guess aggressive for lack of a better word. Then, like I said, we have Martinelli, we have Saka, to me, is actually a generational player. He's literally a regular in the England team. I'm not trying to, like, hype him up or anything, but bro, he can't see No, no, man. In the way this guy plays, bro, this guy is actually fantastic. From somebody that is used to like, cool what, left Sorry? He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. <laughs> you know, let's give this oh, guy his Who doesn't like to rate Arsenal players too high? I see, I see that. Like, I get excited, that. but don't be I too excited. <laughs> but, bro, Saka is just fantastic, bro. From someone we saw, like, come as a left back and everything, played search mid for some time, and then he's, like, grown into his person in, like, the forward line, literally carrying Arsenal towards the end of the season. That guy is he's fantastic. Then Saliba feels like a new signing, like Jojo said. Um, Gabriel, Ben White, all these other guys. I think like the core is like pretty good. Adding Zinchenko to like central midfield. Uh, all that. I hope we shine. I, I feel like he's probably going to play CM. To be fair, like I mean, he can be a makeshift LB, but I feel like he's going to play CM. Shall midfield is stacked. Well, well this is the first um, time in a long time at well, Arsenal where the midfield options are really, really delicious all at the same time. If you call El Nene and Lokonga delicious fights. No, nah, I mean the, the chief midfield options now. Come on. But um back to like the team and everything. They're like it's pretty good to just see Sha begs like a breath of fresh air. Oh, and we need to get rid of the dead wood. 
I, I will not start mentioning names because it might might be here. I will. But they I need will. Give me the now, Torera. Torera is gone. Even if well, you don't send him away, he's going. Let, let, let's move on from that, right? Um, you guys seem like very happy, and most of the topics here, yeah, you guys have been on the same page. But yo, last season, right? You guys had top four in the bag. Then you lost to I think Southampton and Brighton at home. I, then you guys then beat my United and Chelsea. All you guys needed to do was just win Newcastle and um, I think Everton on the last day. And you guys had Champions League football. And when you look back at it, right, that was a monumental like capitulation by Arsenal. And it seemed like, you know, every time Arsenal won like a game, like when they beat Arsenal Villa, Ashley Young will come through and be saying, oh, they were celebrating like they won the league. Um, you know how many red cards you guys got between uh, January and March, you understand? Does it like um tell you like a little about, you know, the mentality of Arsenal players and, or does it just um showcase Arteta's inexperience or maybe even the players' inexperience? So basically, what I'm trying to say is, how do you guys feel about how, you know, you guys fell short of Champions League football? Because even though you guys will say that, okay, we're not expecting Champions League football, your expectations change during the season. And when you see that Tottenham, Chelsea and Man United are not that good, and you see Smith, Rowe and Saka and these men them are taking a leap, obviously, with respect to four, especially when it's so close. So, um, uh, Jojo, I'll start with you, right? How are you okay. feeling after last season? It felt terrible. It felt terrible. I remember um, I was watching the Newcastle game alone because my mom had gone to sleep. Everyone else was doing something. My brothers and sisters were in school. So I was just watching the game. And um, I remember when Newcastle scored the first goal, I banged my arm on like the sofa and I was like, God damn it. I was really angry. I was very pained about it all. But I knew that the emotion was just in the moment because beside that, I was very proud of the team regardless. It's a, like I mentioned earlier, it's a very young team, very inexperienced. The team is young. The manager is young. Ateta is imperfect. He made a lot of tactical mistakes last season. I'm not, I'm not one of the people that likes Ateta that... Um, that gives him a free pass, like, or that calls him perfect. He has made mistakes, and those mistakes cost us. But that wasn't all that cost us. Um, like I said, the fact that the team is young and inexperienced, the fact that injuries were um, injuries were a huge problem. Arsenal is like Jenga. You pull one out, and there's a chance that the whole thing collapses. Once people like Party, Tierney, and... Ben White, we're getting injured towards the rest of the season. I saw, I, I totally saw us capitulating because at every point in the season where we were bad, you could tell that there were some key players that were missing from the squad. Like the first three games, obviously a bunch of players were being rested for the beginning of the season. Some players had injuries, some had COVID, whatever it was. Like the team was just incomplete at that point. So we struggled. The team was really complete again, but beating Tottenham, well, you know, running through some other clubs and all that stuff. It was looking real good. Injury struck again. We hit a bad run of form and it just kept on happening like that. So I understand 
that it was a huge disappointment. But I also understand that this is a team that I believe in. They've shown me glimpses here and there. They've shown me in different streaks of games that they have a game plan, that they are not just doing anything, that they are not just playing ball freehand. You understand? I understand that they know what they are doing. The coach has a plan. He's buying players suited to the tactics that he's playing for. You know, everything just seems like it's in order. So I feel like getting Champions League this season will be basically just reaching the point of inevitability because the team is eventually going to be good enough to be a Champions League side. I definitely believe that we're going to be good enough to be a Champions League side. And this is the season that we prove it to everybody. So, yes, I was pained about the whole capitulation. And it's nothing that I haven't experienced before because I can remember the one where um, Bissouma was laughing at Montreal. I can remember how I felt that day. That's <laughs> Jesus, you know, Jesus. Bring but it it's back, football. Bro. That's the thing. It's football. Sometimes it will hurt you and you cannot run away from that. You're a Liverpool fan. I remember the time uh, Man City beat you guys 6-0. I'm not going to talk about the things that you tweeted in the moment, <laughs> but you get what I mean. Like, you know it how... It was 5-0. Cool. Calm down. I'm, same difference (laughs) but you know how it feels like football can be such a cruel mistress sometimes and you just have to understand that it has to happen to somebody but what we're trying to make sure is that that person isn't us next season because by the time when those things are happening to people we should be safe that's the hope that's the idea that 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 is the expectation i'm expecting so much from the squad because I'm also expecting the players to step up a notch. The players that were good last season, I'm expecting them to be better. I'm expecting Martinelli to work on all the problems that he had, you know. And in terms of, like, the players that are already good, when they get injured, we have some backup. We have people giving people competition. So everyone is hungry. And I really feel like we would forget how bad the end of last season was very soon. That's that's what I feel is going to happen. So it felt bad, but I'm not... I'm not kicking them for it. Yeah, go ahead. What about you? What do you think? All right. So, like, um, I guess at the end of the season, I just kind of, like, I sat down and then I just told myself, like, you know what? This Arteta guy, he actually did good. Like, with the resources that he had, he actually overachieved, like, to like because... At the beginning of the season, I don't think anybody expected us to even be like contending for like champions for like Europa set success of Champions League football. You get so like I know the season is like okay, you know what he actually did really well. And to be fair, like you just said, injuries can like destroy any team, bro. Especially when it's like the core players are getting injured. When your best left back, um, your arguably your best central midfielder, and I believe who else got injured again? I think Smith Rowe said quite injured at some point. Yeah, okay, so Pate, Tierney, and I believe uh, Smithro got injured as well. It was just like, you're replacing Tierney, who is like, maybe, um, I'd say top 10 left-backs in the league, and they are putting Luna Tavares, who doesn't really know how to play football, and they're removing oh, Pate. and Cedric. Uh, yeah, Tomiyasu got injured as well, and they are bringing in Cedric. Cedric is backup, like, good backup at best. He's never been the first team of any team at all. So it's just like, ah, you know, once the injuries came, it was just like, oh, you know what, it's inevitable. We're going to start messing up. And then the red cards came because I think the players were like playing with their hearts on their sleeve and stuff. And <clears throat> instead of using like their brain, it started just like, um, I guess, what's that thing? Playing, it's like into the heat of the moment or something like that. And like it just, everything just started falling apart. To be fair, if you look at last season, you could point to any game 
Because like I think we were on like if six match on beating run or something like that before we lost to Liverpool 2 0. We're like, okay, okay, that's calm. We'll come back again. We won the next game. And then those three games where we lost to Crystal Palace, Brighton, our Southampton, all we needed to do was just win one. Like before we even get to Newcastle and Tottenham, those three, all we needed to do was just win one. Just one. The Crystal Palace won, you could say, okay, they were actually good. Because the game before they held Man City to a nil-nil draw and actually played them well. But like, I mean, could have probably Absolutely done better. Yeah, yeah we should yeah. have done better, like drawing to them, or like drawing against them. Then Brighton came. I was like, oh, I mean, it's not really meant to be a problem with the way they were playing. We lost 2-1. And then Southampton, this bogey team, this terrible football, okay, not terrible, shabu, but this not good team just come and they just shit house their way to like a one new like, <laughs> what is going on? Like, is this Bro, Arsenal? And, what, what and is, Chelsea what beat is? them like 6-0 the next day. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We get. And then after this run, we now go and beat Man U and then beat Chelsea. And it's like, oh, Tottenham, are you know our bitches? And then Ben White gets injured and we're like, Sha God, ah. what are like we going to like do? What are we going to do? Oh my God, Sha. But at the end of the season, just have to like, you know, sit down and just be like, you know what, Atleta did overachieve. The players did well. The, like, they eventually did get burnt out because there wasn't really any stable backup. There were no reinforcements or anything like that. So, they did well with what they had, and we just pray that this season is going to get a lot better. I mean, the reinforcements are coming, so you know, hopefully there's improvement. Um, Jojo, you were talking about rival fans will be able to appreciate Arsenal's progress, right? And let me just give you my opinion on Arsenal, right? Um, I think they're a cool team, you know, good young players, cute, cute little team. You know, you guys are my boys. But um, I don't think like you guys have like personnel in midfield and in defense to actually, you know, be elite, like you know, where Liverpool are, where Manchester are. So like, even if Arsenal got to the top four last season, right? Um, maybe you would have signed better players than the ones you have acquired this season, this summer transfer window. But I feel like it would be like a Man United situation where they got into the Champions League and went back out in the group stage. Because at the end of the day, right, when things aren't going right for Arsenal, like you mentioned, it's like everything crumbles. You guys can get bullied. You guys can get, um, you know, shot out. You know, when teams decide to like, okay, let's defend, why not let's Arsenal score? And the fact that Newcastle, who had nothing to play for, can out uh, outfight you guys, you know. That, just game, that game was... That game was, there were so many factors that made us lose. Like, I'm not, I don't like being the excuses guy, but you mm-hmm. really have to look at things. Like I said, Arsenal is like a house of cards or like a stack of Jenga. You pull out the key elements or the Arsenal of last season, because the Arsenal of last season was pretty bare. You know, Tomiyasu coming back, Tomiyasu wasn't very fit. Tomiyasu had, he went off the pitch almost immediately. I, I can't even remember, did Ben White play that game? I know Ben White was having injury issues at that time. So, I you think know, he played. Team, he played. Yeah, he was playing through an injury, obviously, because he couldn't get to the next game. So, like, there's a there was just a bunch of stuff happening. Okay, but I the point is, the point I'm trying to make is like the new sign is you guys have acquired now, right? What mm-hmm. are your expectations going into this coming season in the Premier League, in the FA Cup, and in uh, the Europa League? Do you want to get a trophy? Do you want to get like some some your friends are talking about two, three title challenge, maybe? You know, what, what are your expectations? Um, I think 
I think Arsenal, I think I expect the um, signings to take us up a level. And, you know, I really have come to trust Arteta's recruitment process. You can, you can talk about them specifically, like each, each and every single one. Yeah, yeah. I'm just explaining the backstory, the whole backstory to like where I'm headed. So like, um, yeah, I, I mean, I trust where I, I, tr- I trust Arteta's recruitment process because last season I wasn't expecting anything from the signings. In fact, I was pretty confused. I was like, why on earth? Why on earth are we going for Takehiro Tomiyasu? Who is that? I was just like, I kept on asking, why on earth are we spending over 30 million pounds on Ramsdale? Like, I was like, is this guy nuts? Like, what exactly is wrong with Leno? Leno was rival, Leno was the rival of um, the excellent in Martinez. Like, after the excellent season that Martinez had, for him to win the battle, I thought that for you to for you to beat that in the coach's eyes, that means you're a really good player. And all of a sudden, he's buying a goalkeeper that has a very, very scary relegation record. You know, a lot of L's on his end. You know, we've played against them and we scored him so many times. I was just like, what exactly convinced you that Ramsdale was that guy? But at the end of the season, I had no complaints whatsoever. The only problems with the recruitment was that maybe he recruited a few players that were not ready. He saw the traits that he needed in a player, but there's two run. A good example of this is um, Nuno Tavares. Nuno Tavares is a very raw player, but, you know, I have come to trust his judgment. I've come to trust who he recruits. So for him to sign and, you know, people like Gabriel Jesus and Zinchenko, you don't need to convince me very much concerning those guys. They are part of a winning squad. A lot of these players have played really well in really big matches. You know, Jesus has a reputation for scoring against Liverpool. You know, there's a bunch of, like, like there's a lot of positivity in all of that, you know. And I feel like some old players are going to be like new signings this season. People like um, Nketiah, he's going to be playing with a renewed hunger because last season there was the, you know, he was chasing the starting spots and Lacazette had it for some reason. I mean, at some point, anybody would have been better than Lacazette, to be honest. So, you know, just all that hunger, all that desire, the more, the, the, the addition of players would create some competition you know, wake up some senior players that are a bit lazy in their positions. I think we're going to recruit a winger before the window is over. Fingers crossed it's Leroy Sani. You know, that's, you know, and I feel like one more addition will just add a lot to the team because there's competition for spots now. Nobody's spot is absolutely safe except for someone like Saka. I don't, I really don't see anybody knocking him off his perch permanently at least. So, with all that considered, my expectation is a serious push for the Europa League. I would expect us to go for that with all of our strength, like get that trophy. That automatically gives you Champions League football and you have one more shiny something to place inside your trophy cabinet. You know, either that or an FA Cup run, a decent FA Cup run, if we get knocked out by Man City in the semifinals or something like that, I wouldn't be too hurt. But I would like to see this team do some amazing stuff, like go far, get into the top four, win the Europa League, 
And you know, those are my expectations. Um, but I know I could take one of each, you know, if the top four doesn't come, which I definitely doubt it wouldn't. I think that this is our season. But if that doesn't happen, we should be winning the Europa League, either one of those things. Like my expectations are very high for them. And I feel like this is very, very make or break for Arteta, not for the players, for Arteta. It's very make or break because no matter how good you are with the uh, manage with the establishment at Arsenal, I don't think they're going to wait that much longer if this season isn't a resounding success. So expectations are high. The players know this. The new signings understand this. Everybody's trying to take it up a level. And I definitely expect that much from us. Quick question. If uh, Arsenal were to get top four, who do you think would drop out? Sorry? If Arsenal were to get top four, who do you think would drop out? Who do I think would drop out? Out of all the teams that were in Champions League last season, uh, obviously, we know Liverpool City are not dropping out. That is two options cancelled out. And, between Chelsea and Spurs. Uh, so it's between Chelsea and Spurs. I think Chelsea, sure. <laughs> I think Chelsea might be a bit disappointed with how the season turns out. But, you know, it's it's too cool. Like, he can't surprise. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Chelsea because Tuchel cool really went all out and won the Champions League just like that. After taking over from Lampard, you know, the whole low morale or anything, you can't completely write him off. But I definitely see what Conte is trying to cook. Conte is cooking some short-term... I mean, I see what he's trying to build. And I think that it might be a force to reckon with. But, you know, at the same time, I'm still a bit skeptical about that. But all things considered, I think it is Chelsea that might just narrowly lose out on it. Also, United could be a surprise contender for top. United, I'm not doing shit. I don't, I don't doubt that United could push, could make a serious push for top four. So, United are not doing Chelsea. nothing, bro. Mm-hmm. It could be both Chelsea and Spurs knocked out of the top four. You never know. But yeah, definitely, definitely be the the top four, regardless of who's the third candidates. Yeah. Well, um, what about you, uh, a bigger? Um, and, um, concerning the signings, right? Yeah, and um, yeah. Okay, so um, I hate, I really hate how like I'm agreeing with Jojo like a lot. It's starting to seem like I'm just repeating everything he say. But the guy is speech. Uh, I'm I I don't think Arsenal are going to like you know um finish in the top four at the end of the season. I want us to finish there. Obviously, I really want. Wait, us wait, to wait! Do you don't think Arsenal finish top four? This is me. This is this is just me. Like you know, looking at factors and everything. I obviously want them to finish the top four. I would no. love them to finish the top four, but I don't know. I just don't know. I'm just looking at it like, I hope we don't go and pull another. Oh my god! Ah, it was the end of the season. We fall off, and it's like okay, we finish fifth. Like okay, if but if we do finish fifth, I wouldn't mind winning the Europa League. I mean, teams are strengthening around. Like other teams are strengthening around us and everything. You can see. Um, uh, people like Tottenham, like you said, yeah, they get 35 million, bro. That, that's what these guys are weekend. Any Asha, they're getting Skamaka. Like Chelsea, I would, I want to say they are straight, but they're really not. Lost Rudiger, 
lost Christen, um, Christensen, might lose Alonso. Okay, uh, Tuchel said that he doesn't want to get rid of as people because, because, because say again, they lost Alonso. Alonso, yeah. Ah, okay, so Alonso is gone as well. Um, he said he doesn't want to get rid of as because um Barcelona making it feel like they're tapping up Chelsea's player, and he said he doesn't like it, so he might just keep him for the extra year. But shall you look at Chelsea? Just like you know, to Chelsea band, you can play around ball and win one oh and you know they get their three points. So. But I still look at Arsenal like the recruitment, like you just said. Man, I, I, I don't know. I guess he has a good eyes. He has a good eye, sorry, for like players and stuff. The Jesus buy is like fantastic because, like I mentioned before, it's going to like making Kessia look at himself and be like, okay, I did well last season, but this guy still bought another striker. I need to like step Do up. You guys really think Kessia did well? Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Towards the end of the season, yeah. Towards the end of the season, he did pretty well. Did he not? Well, he did, but at the grand scheme of exactly. things, he was just pretty average. I mean, I, he wasn't given a chance now, was he? Like, it was like I said, throughout the like, majority of the season. So many games. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, continue. Sorry for interrupting. Okay, so like, you know, Nketiah is probably going to like step up, like, you know, um, kick it up a notch and hopefully become like a better striker, like, you know, Batsu, Gabriel, and everything. Saka is Saka, he's fantastic. Martinelli is also a fantastic player as well. Um, Zinchenko, the, atten- the addition of Zinchenko is fantastic because, like I said before, I feel like it's probably going to be like a central midfield addition. But, like you just said, you know, left back, so um, addition for like the left back spots in case Mr. Glassleg, you know, gets injured again, he can play left back as well. Saliba feels like he loses. getting injured. Yes. He, I think he got injured already in preseason. He said something about a gash leg or whatever. So, then Fabio Vieira seems like our own Bruno. Hopefully, this guy like has jazz in his leg or something. Cause ah gods. So I don't know. And then apparently we're still going for more players. He said just say he wants Sane. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be possible, Sha. But I'm looking more like yeah. And, uh, that Cody Gakpo shout was like fantastic. Cody Gakpo or Musa Diaby. Either one of them, I think, would be like a fantastic addition. I feel like Kodigako will be a gamble. Like, that's just my problem. Like, we're taking so he many did, gambles. Let's get one sure fire player. Well, let's, let's see. What I mean, we have that Gabriel Zinchenko, but I mean, I need, mm-hmm. like, one major marquee signing that nobody expected. Like, nobody was looking to get. Also, I mean, Fabio Vieira is quite decent. His stats were insane. Mm-hmm. I think in a limited amount of Average like 16 G, G stroke A's in um, yeah. a bunch of games. I, I, I feel like it's Portuguese league tag shout, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because considering limited games, and like considering the analysis I've read about him, you know, no new thing. No new thing says that he's one of those players that can, that does what that has the ability, rather, to do what Trent and De Bruyne do for um, Liverpool and Man City, respectively. He's one like of the players that just has the ball that splits mm. defences, that he can send the ball that splits defences, and he can, like, shot... He can he can create a short cut in attack, you know, rather than taking the long route like Arsenal does. Because Arsenal is always struggling with deep blocks, you understand? So... 
just a player that can split the defense in one with one pass. He's that kind of player. So I'll be expecting to see stuff like that from him. Complete game changers from his end. So, I have high expectations for him. At the end of it all, Sha, I feel like you know, um, there's shall hope. I'm 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 drowning on hope you're my big because the signings that they are making is, is, is giving me joy, it's giving me joy. So you know, uh, hopefully season is going to be fantastic. So yeah. Yeah, man, you guys are you guys are really pumped up. So before we end today, yeah, I want to ask you guys, like George just said, rivals are having the most to say about us now. We've seen all the comps, all the Gabriel and Ketia comps together. So um if you could say one thing to like rivals, like 30 seconds, a message to rivals about the future of Arsenal, what you can say. I'm not going to issue any threats. All I'm going to say is just keep on directing us because the wins are sweeter when people tell us we can't do it. So I don't I don't think I really need people supporting us and telling us, oh, Arsenal is really cooking. I, I prefer it when you tell me that we can't do anything because, you know, like I said, victory is sweeter when everyone tells you you can't win. So please just keep underrating us. That's all. Like you said, you know, you can keep underrating Arsenal if you want to. I like keep denying the fact that progress is being made, you know, until, you know, maybe one day, one day, we win Premier League or something like that, Shah. So, you know, I feel like this is going to be fantastic, Shah. And it's going to keep, like, you know, doing the good shit that he's been doing. So, you know, good luck to everybody this season. Yeah. No, bad luck to everybody. Except for my... <laughs> like, horrible luck to everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> All good in hell. <laughs> yeah, um, thank you guys for coming through. Um, if you are listening and you made it this far, please thank you for um, listening this long and uh, make sure you drop a follow and subscribe and share to all your friends and uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. I really appreciate the support and um, see you guys next time. Peace. All right. Thanks for having me.